How is love represented in Midsummer Night's Dream? Catherine Bowley. My interest in Shakespeare is in finding things that, uh, topics that, treatments that we can recognise and yet differentiate ourselves from. For example, in Midsummer Night's Dream, the whole um, thing is engineered, the whole plot is engineered by this love juice, this magic juice. And you might, you might treat it with total contempt were it not for the fact that poor Demetrius gets married on the basis of the love juice. This stabilising social public relationship is based on the totally anarchic activity of Puck, the, the mistakes that Puck has made with this magic juice. Now, it seems to me that um, that for us is, is very odd and very anachronistic, and maybe it's just a loose end, and how do we account for it? But if we think in terms of historical difference, maybe this is a period at which the idea of marriage based on romantic love is very new. And the idea that romantic love is a moral force is not quite yet established. Arnia Lumba. The play opens with a very patriarchal setup where women's marriage and women's right to choose their lovers is being denied by the Duke. And then these lovers sort of all escape into the forest, where, of course, a male fairy is uh, denying the right of a female fairy to keep. Um, a little boy. So in that sense, the play, the structure of the play moves from one kind of male power to another kind of male power. Uh, but then what happens in the play is uh, quite disturbing, I think, because uh, on the one hand, the uh, lovers get to marry whom they want. But uh, this is very much within sort of the couple, couple structures. I mean, Midsummer Night's Dream ends with dotted couples all over the stage and sort of disturbing symmetry, it seems to me. There are almost no figures left out, uh, out of these sort of uh, endless heterosexual couplings. Um, and Titania uh, gives up her struggle to the little Indian boy quite easily. Uh, of course, you know, uh, it involves a whole lot of charade, but I think it's a play which is quite disturbing and it's not very easy to recover a feminist perspective from the play. Although if you look at, um, you know, my, my take as a feminist is that I don't need a feminist text to do a feminist reading. I rather like very patriarchal texts because they allow me to see how gender might have been constructed. The Open University. For more information, go to www.open.ac.uk slash arts.